For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I remember that the last scene in Star is Born when I was sitting on a couch with Stephanie. I, I laid waste to me for a couple of days. I loved her so dearly and loved Bradley so dearly that it was all very real to me. If the first two episodes of 1883 introduced viewers to James and Margaret Dutton, the third episode focused on Shay Brennan, the Civil War veteran charged with leading this group of immigrants north for a new life and new adventures. Shay is played by actor Sam Elliott, who is synonymous with American cowboy movies as The Horse in Desert, Tombstone, You Know My Name, and The Quick and the Dead are just three titles worth finding, but off screen, the mustache tough guy is a big softie, right? Well, um, decide for yourself. I'm Addison Hager, and during this episode of Dutton Rules, Taste of Country's Sterling Whitaker returns with highlights from a conversation with Sam Elliott. It's a conversation that can only be described as raw and honest and at times emotional. He is as complex as the character he plays during the Paramount Plus series, and some of the relationships you see blossoming on screen really took off after the camera stopped as well. Tap follow if you've not done so already on your favorite podcast listening platform, and when we're done here, search through archives of Sterling's conversations with Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, plus Yellowstone stars like Cole Hauser, Kelly Riley, and Luke Grimes. Staff at tasteofcountry.com is the place to find us for more detailed questions and thoughts on both this show and 1883. Episode recaps will resume very soon. Who is Shay Brennan? Heck, who is Sam Elliott? Let's start the conversation with Sterling Whitaker right now. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, Sterling. Happy, happy New Year. Thank you very much. Happy New Year to you. I am excited, as always, to get to talk to you about these interviews. We've finished season four of Yellowstone, finished those interviews, and now we are dipping our toes into 1883. And today, starting with Sam Elliott. Uh, and, you know, normally I ask you, I always start these by asking, what have, what did you hope to learn from Sam Elliott. But today I'm going to do it a little differently. I was hoping that you could start off by first explaining, you know, the complexities of Shea Brennan, Sam Elliott's character on 1883 for people who have not watched yet. Well, uh, Shea Brennan is a man who he loses both his wife and his daughter in the very opening scenes of 1883. 
And the first time we meet the character, he's burning his own home to the ground with their bodies inside to prevent the spread of smallpox. And, uh, you know, so if that's your starting point, (laughs) where do you go from there? You, yeah. you, you don't have much to go but up from there. But this is a guy with a lot of darkness and a lot of uh, just a lifetime of pain that he has endured, you know. And as, as the character progresses, we learn that he was in the war and that he's killed so many people that he finds himself irredeemable. I mean, he's, he's not a man with a spring in his step and a song in his heart. You know, he's a very, very, very troubled person. Yeah, and I don't know if you agree with this slot, but something that I've seen while watching is he's someone who's um, has almost like a contained darkness. So far, I'm not saying that that will be his character as it goes on, but what I mean by that is you see all these things happen. Like you said, he he burns his house to the ground with his wife and daughter in it to help the spread of smallpox, all these different things, but he has a very um, even keel demeanor where, you know, so much has happened, but he doesn't really express it as much on the outside where it, you can just tell it's very much so bottled up, but he kind of keeps this very much. So just level, like you don't really see too many different variations of just emotions. It's kind of this one steady pace so far. It's almost like he's standing on the lid of Pandora's box trying to keep it closed, you know, because we do see flashes where he'll lash out in a nanosecond and it takes him exactly that long to get things done when they Mm -hmm. need to be done. Well, and I'm curious if you had any idea going into this interview, you know, we see Shay Brennan, this character, did you know what to expect on Sam's mood and demeanor before you sat down during this round table? I've seen other interviews with Sam Elliott, and I knew that he was, he's a pretty factual interview. You know, he's not a guy who does a lot of joking around in interviews and that sort of thing. So I knew to expect that, you know, he's a, he's an A-level actor, and, and guys like that are not usually a lot of jokesters. Um, right. But he, I, I didn't really, I, don't, I try not to expect things in interviews, because some people are incredibly different than what you think they're going to be, so... I really didn't know what to expect from him, to be honest. And what would you say, kind of coming out of it, how would you describe um, just his demeanor? I found him in a very serious mood that day. Um, and uh, I wish people could, who are hearing this could see a little bit of the footage because not only was he very uh, serious, he was also visibly really, really exhausted. And so I think that may have contributed to how serious he was because he looks just exhausted as he's speaking, you know, as a matter of fact, he was kind of, he was still kind of contemplating the question before mine when, when I gave mine, because mine was a little bit of a follow-up to the one before it. Mm -hmm. And he sort of leans down as I'm speaking. And at one point I'm speaking to sort of the side and top of his head while I'm asking my question and then he sort of sits back up and starts looking at me. So he was he was tired and he was emotional and somber, I would say, the day I spoke to him. Well, going off of the question that you got to ask Sam, I want to start with that clip. And if as an actor he's able to shake off a heavy scene or if it lingers with him, this is Sam Elliott talking to Sterling Whitaker and Select Media on the Dutton Rules podcast. No, I've, I've never really been haunted. I know a lot of people that 
talk about, you know, taking it with them, taking it home and that. But maybe it's because I'm not an actor that anybody's going to accuse of being a chameleon. You know, I get so deep into a part that I become someone else on some other level. Um, I can appreciate that if if that's the way you work, that it would take a long time to shake it off. You know, certainly when, when you do anything that's an emotional scene, you carry it for a while. You become a little vulnerable, probably. Super, you know, ultra sensitive, if nothing else. And I remember that day when we did that stuff. Anytime I do something where I go deep on an emotional level, it 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 takes me away. You know, it takes me away. I remember that the last scene in Star is Born when I was sitting on a couch with Stephanie. I'd, I'd laid waste to me for a couple of days, you know, only because I felt what I was feeling at the time. And I loved her so dearly and loved Bradley so dearly that it was all very real to me. When it becomes real, when it's when you're telling the truth and you're being honest about whatever it is you're doing, that's when it most deeply affects me. And I try to tell the truth all the time. So That's Sam Elliott talking about his ability or lack of ability to distance himself from a heavy scene. And Sterling, he kind of gives two different answers, doesn't he? He really does. Uh, I found this part really interesting because he starts to give a little bit of a pat answer about, and it's a little bit self-effacing. He starts to say, well, I'm not a chameleon you know, I haven't been accused of, he's, he's basically trying to say that he kind of does this one thing over and over and then, and, and then it doesn't really stick with him, you know, like it does with some people. And mid question, uh, he kind of looks at me and, and I don't know, he kind of changes his mind and it's, it's almost like he decides to trust the question or the, or the interview more. Right. Yeah. And he veers off and he gives a completely different answer than where he started to go. And it's a really serious emotional answer about, how difficult the work can be and how much you can carry it around for days and days afterward. Yeah. So he goes on and he's talking about the difficulties of the scenes in 1883. And he veers off into a, an addendum about some of the final scenes of a star is born and how, <laughs> how much they really emotionally struck him and they stayed with him. And just for those who are listening, he's talking about Stephanie and that is Lady Gaga. It's worth pointing out that film that the filming of 1883 it is still going on. So to some extent he's very much in character during this interview um which you which you can see and kind of, you know, Sterling what you had said of he just seemed he seemed tired. Uh you know, and that could maybe contribute is the fact that they're not done filming, which I think is interesting that they're still <laughs> that they're still cranking this out, which seems a very tight turnaround. Yeah. Well, one interesting thing, you and I had spoken about this when we talked about Tim and Faith, and that is that um they are in their mid fifties. Sam Elliott is in his late seventies and he's yeah. out there on a horse every day, you know, trudging through the uh <laughs> the really rugged terrain and the heat. I don't even see how that's possible. Mm. This next question, Sam is asked how his character keeps a gentle heart after everything he's been through. How does Shay maintain a sense of empathy? Well, I don't know. I, I, I think empathy is 
you know, you're either empathetic or you're not. And I think Shay Brennan is empathetic. You know, it's, it's one of the things that builds up or makes his character so complex for me as an actor. I mean, he's, he's willing to shoot somebody in the head for stealing food. And at the same time, he cries over the immigrants that he loses as he cried over his family that he lost. It's, uh, it's just part of his nature. These interviews were offered before the three episodes of 1883 actually aired, which is to say it's before viewers, you know, got to see him go on about a civil war battle, like you said, where he killed men until the barrel of his gun melted. It, in what kind of ways would you say he's empathetic? Well, just in how he relates to them, he, he, he will sometimes correct them very sharply, but he's actually very gentle with them, you know, and especially later on, we see a woman who gets widowed that he, he ends up taking under his wing in a way that has consequences right. for him, you know, it, it loses him the confidence of some of the people that he's traveling with, but he's just trying to do what he sees as the right thing by these people. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious if his empathy has a little bit also to do with, like I said, he's someone who's very even keel, even the stuff that he's going through. He doesn't, when he does lash out, it's obviously because it's, you can tell it's been bottled up because he'll go from zero to a hundred really quickly, but it almost, I see his character as a very much so a, a deep feeler, uh, which is, you know, a pro and a con, but in a pro way, we see that, you know, he is ultimately trying to do the right thing. And even with the gypsy, like you just mentioned, um, he tries to help her in any way that he can. You know, you can tell that it's more of a deep feeling. He's obviously empathetic, but I, I think those two things about the character kind of go hand in hand. Um, Shay's right-hand man is a character named Thomas, who's played by LaMonica Garrett. And someone asked Sam about that relationship. And before we go into that clip, Sterling, can you talk a bit about Thomas and what role he plays on the show and as Shay's partner? Thomas is a really fascinating character for a modern Western like this, <clears throat> you know, that's set in, in an older time, but it's being made from a modern perspective. Um, he is a person who served with Shay Brennan in the Civil War, and they then became Pinkerton agents together, which, if people are not familiar with Pinkerton, it was almost like an old-style Blackwater. You know, it was almost like a... Mm -hmm. uh, they weren't really law enforcement officers, but they they served as ad hoc law enforcement officers in many ways. They, they It was their job to sort of try to keep the peace where they were. And so it's really fascinating to see a black man traveling with a group of white people in a position, not only of equality, but in a position of authority in some ways yeah. in a time when that normally wouldn't have been the case. And so it's a really, right. really interesting character arc. And in other interviews, LaMonica has pointed out that, and we don't know this yet. I don't think in the show, he points out that he's a former slave. So he's a freed slave. Hmm on this character mm. journey. So it's really, really interesting. There's that bond between two people who in that era would have been very unlikely friends and partners. Number one, I love LaMonica. And that's probably that relationship is most important to me in, in the entire show. The fact that there's a black man traveling with a white man or a white man traveling with a black man and 
18 in the 1800s is something that crossed me right in the beginning. I just thought, wow, I can't wait for that. And then I got down there and met LaMonica Garrett and I thought, holy shit, who is this monster? <laughs> LaMonica is the most fit human being I've ever worked with. <laughs> and he's also the nicest man I've ever worked with. It's incredible. And we're having a lot of fun. Shay and in terms of their history, <clears throat> they both served in the war, in the Civil War. This is according to Taylor. Taylor said that Ramonica rode with a, a group called the Buffalo Soldiers, which was an all-black unit. But he also said that Shay might have been there with him. And that made my made me scratch my head because I've seen a lot of photographs of the Buffalo Soldiers over the years and there was never a black man amongst their or a white man amongst their ranks. So I'm not sure where Taylor came up with that thought, but the fact that they're there together and, you know, Thomas kind of takes care of Shay along the road, you know, I mean, he keeps talking about committing suicide every morning, you know, that's just part of their deal. And, uh, Thomas's humor seems to bring out Shay's softer side. Bring out his softer side? Yes. I think he does. His, certainly his compassionate side. He, you know, I think, I think Shay's a bit of a psycho on some level. I've thought about that. I'm not, I'm not sure that that's fair to say. But he's, he's deeply troubled. You know, and he goes off on people and, you know, Thomas brings him back. Thomas takes care of him, brings him back. So... I love that relationship. I love that relationship. And Thomas and, you know, and his, his love are the only two. Well, I'm not going to, I shouldn't, I can't go there for the viewers. But Thomas makes it to Oregon. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That's Sam Elliott talking to actor LaMonica Garrett, who plays Thomas on 1883. And I'll mention now that very soon a conversation with LaMonica will be featured on the Dutton Rules podcast. He's everything Sam says he is and more. I didn't ask you this before, but what was one thing you were hoping to learn about Sam Elliott prior to getting to actually interview him? I wanted to see how he was different from the character, mm -hmm. how he thought the character was different from him. And as we were discussing earlier, I found him to be so much in the character, so swept up in the character because he's right in the middle of the work. Mm -hmm. He's not really removed from the character right now. So from my perspective, I can't tell who Sam Elliott, the man, is from the interview that I, you know, that I got with him. Yeah. Uh, it'd be fascinating to go with, to dinner with him one night and, you know, find out if there's a guy who tells knock-knock jokes in there somewhere. Right. You know what I mean? But, but uh, if there is, I did not encounter that version of him. 
Well, it's almost, yeah, if you could interview him months down the road once filming's over and he's not, like you said, not not currently having to physically go through all of what the acting entails. Yeah, if, if he's got some dad jokes in there, or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can pin that, come back to that and ask him again. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, okay, Sterling, and now the last clip that we have, I'm going to let you tease this one up. I'm really excited to um, watch this little bit. What is this last clip that listeners are going to be able to hear? This is Sam Elliott talking about what it's like working with 1883 creator Taylor Sheridan. And he talks very extensively about his admiration for him and how he's uh, working with him is a lot, not like working with any other person that he's ever worked with. Coming from an actor of Sam Elliott's stature who has worked with all of the greatest writers and directors on the face of the earth. This is big, big praise. Hey, I've never worked with Taylor, like any, anyone like Taylor before. I mean, you know, I mean, certainly have worked with some good directors. I don't mean that, but <clears throat> Taylor is so talented and so complex on so many levels that I would say that I've never worked in with anyone like him. That said, I think we, we share a lot of common bones. You know, he's, he has his love and understanding of the West and the history of the West, the history of this country that makes him the right guy to make a project like this, you know, tell a tale on the Oregon Trail. You know, it's, uh, I don't know a lot of other people around that could pull that off, you know, and it's, it's been a joy working with him, I think, for everybody. I think I can speak for the entire cast, you know, and. Taylor's, you know, Yellowstone is all over this. We're tainted by Yellowstone, which on some level I can't stand because I think 1883 stands alone and, and will. Once it comes out, people are going to say, oh, yeah. Well, the only connection there is that it got John Dutton to Montana, you know, but Taylor is all over everything in this thing. He's like Yellowstone, you know, I mean, he's everywhere. So it's a joy to work with him. You know, he's all powerful and all that, but he's a, he's a nice man on top of it. He's a brilliant horseman. He's done more for the horse industry than anybody that I know of in, in, in my lifetime. I mean, it's, uh, it's a joy to work with him. That's awesome. Thank you. He's a taskmaster. He told me in the beginning when we first started this thing, and he was trying to convince me to do it, or maybe about the time that I'd said I was going to do it. He says, you're going to hate me at the end of this fucking thing. So, you know, we're, we're approaching the end and I have yet to hate him. So we'll see what happens. Wow. Sam was a little bit feisty there. Not, not wanting people to compare Yellowstone in 1883. He's definitely, yeah, we know where <laughs> he stands on that. He, uh, he and the entire cast, uh, they radiate a really deep sense of pride in the work that they're doing. And I don't think, I, I, don't, want, mm-hmm. I don't want to put words in their mouth. I don't think that they want to be disassociated from Yellowstone so much as they don't want to be that Yellowstone spinoff in people's minds. You know, I think they want this to be its own thing uh, because they've worked so, so hard on it, you know? Right. Well, and I'd even say like, yes, obviously they, they do interweave because it's one big story as a whole, but it is its own entity. And even watching it, 
as a viewer, you know, it is even, it's more historical, it's more, you know, fact-based where Yellowstone is a little bit more of the, like, the modern day, um, but, you know, a little bit more of the, the drama or romance, just different aspects that... 1883 is a little more history heavy. So I'd even, I mean, they definitely are two different shows, but no, I totally, I I get that. Uh, The last thing I'll mention is Sam Elliott. He, I mean, you, and you actually said this earlier in the podcast, he's 77 years old. All the actors talk about how difficult it is to shoot the series and even what you had said of when he was tired and all the above, because it is a lot of physical work. This guy, I mean, Sam is out there doing it at nearly 80. Other, aside from the fact that during the interview, he seemed a little bit lethargic. Do you think, did you get the sense that he's enjoying this? Boy, that's impossible to say. <laughs> from, from, uh, uh, from, from how, uh, from from how serious he was, he didn't really manifest enjoyment per se, but he definitely manifested satisfaction and pride with the work that they're doing. And mm-hmm. this is something you and I have talked about in previous podcast episodes. There is a real sense collectively in the Taylor Sheridan universe, if you will, that he is running productions that make people happy to be there and happy to be part of the work and proud to be right. part of the work. And that's something that again, comes through very, very loud and clear with the cast of 1883, Sam included, uh, that they're just, they seem happy and they seem cognizant of the fact that they are getting to do what's probably going to be a once in a lifetime piece of work. Now coming up, our next interview we have, we'll be talking with, or no, we nothing. Our next podcast interview series, we will be covering Sam's partner, which we talked about earlier, LaMonica Garrett. What can listeners expect um, from this next conversation? One of the really, really neat highlights from him is how proud he is to get to bring a really, really unique character uh, to the screen, uh, like we were talking about earlier. Another thing to look out for in this interview is that he thinks the absolute world of Sam Elliott. And it comes across in a really, really sort of sweet story that he tells. It's an unexpectedly sweet story that shows Sam's really good side, his really gentle side toward other people. That's Sterling Whitaker, whose byline you can find daily at Taste of Country, and whose interviews with stars like Cole Hauser, Kelly Riley, and Tim McGraw you can find in the archives of the Dutton Rules podcast. Thanks, Sterling. I'm Addison Hager, and this has been Dutton Rules, a Yellowstone 1883 podcast. If you've not yet tapped follow on your favorite podcast platform, do so now. We'd also appreciate a five-star review and rating wherever possible. Dutton Rules is written by myself and Billy Dukes with the help from Sterling Whitaker and the Taste of Country team. The show is produced by Billy Dukes, Email staff at tasteofcountry.com with questions, comments, or theories, and we'll read yours back in a future episode. As always, Dutton Rules is another great Townsville Media podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.